Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How's things, mate? Uh, I'm incredibly broke. Uh, because you've spent too much on haircuts, right? Interest rates have got you because you've spent too much on your haircut. Oh, inflation's gone up. I got a haircut today. <laughs> Went to the dentist two weeks ago. <laughs> and then also I spent money on Black Friday. So I'm, go- I'm putting inflation up even more <clears throat> as we speak. Yeah, I spent $500 today on my wife's Christmas present, so I'm... I mean, no. all sorts. Interest rates are going to go <clears throat> through the roof now. All because of me. Oh, and, wait and your dentist Christmas bill. Comes I say, wait till Christmas comes around and everyone starts buying ham. I mean, how are people going to eat? Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. It, it's an absolute... I mean, look, in seriousness, the interest rates are fucked. But, um, but yeah, let's... let's. Uh, I guess for anyone overseas who has no idea what we're talking about, there's a key bank person that made comments and blamed us all for buying food, going to the dentist and like doing kind of basically you know, essential things. Pretty much having a fun time. <clears throat> We're not allowed to have fun. It is almost up there with poor people don't drive cars, which is a thing. <laughs> Can't I afford mean, an Xbox One? We've a... got a platform for you. It's called an Xbox 360. Xbox, yes, it goes into that category <laughs> of absolute stupidity. <laughs> Uh, good times. All right, it's patched updates time. Um, we talk about all the games we've been playing lately. We've both had a bit of a chat pre-show and realised that we neither of us have a hell of a lot um, kind of to talk about, despite how busy kind of this October, September, October, November sort of window is. Um, but we're, I guess, it's kind of the last of the really busy months. Matto, what have you been playing? And thank God for that too, <clears throat> for the last of the busy months. Because well, we'll get one like a month finally, break. Finally, catch up on all those games. I haven't been able to play yet. Such as? Oh, Such as the final, as we'll talk about last week, I finally finished, or completed, I should say completed, the Cyberpunk DLC. Nice. And I give it two thumbs up. It's the, the perfect scoring I, system. I, I say if I had three thumbs, I should get it checked, but also that's what it deserves. But you would to. give it a third if you could. I'd give it an extra thumb if I could. <laughs> Um, no can do. And does it I now puts. Yeah, I, I guess. On. I guess. Like coupled with um, the patches and all those sort of things that come out. Like, does this all save Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven now? Like, am I safe to go and play it? And you should I expect well to have a good time? Truly, you are well and truly safe from playing it now. Good. And you will definitely have a good time because. It's only taken them three years to fix up everything and pretty much revamp the skill tree, which was a good idea because their skill tree in the old Cyberpunk game was stupid. Yep. There was just way too many things that I couldn't understand. Now, you can slightly understand it better. And I still don't care what the thing is. I'm like, yep, that'll do. Shooty, shooty, bang, bang, let's go. Shooty, shooty, which one makes me shooty, shooty, bang, bang, punch, punch, face? <laughs> That's the one I want. Wreck bricks. Yes, and I will now put CD Projekt Red back in the companies I now trust, which it lost its credibility when Cyberpunk came out. They fixed it up, got it better. Then The Witcher 3 came out on Xbox yeah, next Series gen. X and PS5, and if you had the copy, you could upgrade it for free. So also a win. And then they brought out the DLC this year or last month, and it's a winner. Good. Will it win best DLC at the Game Awards? Who knows? It's up there, but yeah, I can't say because it's one. the only DLC I've played all year, so I can't really say yes, it's the best one. Yeah, because you still haven't played things year. like that Horizon expansion, and 
I mean, it held like does even Diablo and the amount of updates that have already come out for that does that qualify? Like, there's all these sorts of, let alone the other things that you know fit in that category and are nominated. It's there's a, there's a lot going on. Hell, Resident Evil Four put out that DLC pack recently. Oh, the other one, well, yes. yes. Um, you know, if you, I mean, I I guess I'll talk about it soon, but like even Tales from Arise from 2021, there was a big expansion for that that I went through and reviewed and think pretty positively of that. So. There's, there's been a lot kind of going on for big games that were already lengthy as well, adding substantial chunks of extra content. So, good and times. Also a game that, and also a game that people thought was never going to recover too, and they've done well. They've saved it. So Saved it, which I never thought I'd say, because I was there for years making fun of Cyberpunk because it was rubbish, and then they said, hey, we've made it better, and guess what? They did. It is a really fascinating one. Like those who kind of said, you know, okay, you, we've completely lost our faith now in your CD Project Red. Like to see where the majority of those people do stand now, because um, I mean, obviously, you've just kind of expressed your opinion there. Um, at the end of the day, they did have to save their game. So I don't know. You know, the trust might go as far as well. I'll actually still believe it when you launch a game day one in a functional state for some people, and I, and I wouldn't blame them for that. But um, yeah, for me personally, even though I haven't played the updated 2020 sorry 2077 yet um i trust them again for witcher 4 and the remake of the first and those myriad of different witcher titles that we've all got going so yeah i don't i really feel like that they they're not going to do it again because it was it was bad when they first did i don't think they'd do it again with the witcher especially because that would be even more furious people even though cyberpunk sold more than witcher 3 i should say but you're still going to get those Witcher fans and the books and the yeah. TV shows and all that who are going to come and play it. So well, I don't think they'll do it again. Well, and the, I mean, look, the the thing that I guess is kind of almost the disclaimer on the whole uh, Cyberpunk 2077 thing is the fact that the PC version worked great guns at launch. Um, it was really those console versions, of course. They were PS4 and Xbox One games. And, and really, if I think if CD Projekt was being brutally honest, the game was never really a a last gen game anyway it was always designed to be ps5 and xbox series but they tried to make it you know bring it backwards and it didn't work for them so um you know the result was the result at that point so unless they're going to launch the next core witcher game into this weird sort of limb i mean which you know they possibly could with the amount of time they've had to commit to fixing up cyberpunk but unless they're going to be launching the witcher 4 or whatever um into another blurry period between generations then i'd trust them completely they just tried to bite off too much with the the ps4 and xbox one and couldn't do it and then the, probably the leaks and people getting impatient of hurry up and release this damn yeah. game and they've just gone you know what here, here it, it is. is you wanted it that's what you got what's it all what's it all garbage it all <laughs> so what else you've been playing then well uh next game is a game you've recommended to me many times you'd like oh you should play it you'll like it you'll play it i like okay i'll wait for it to go on sale it went on sale it wasn't black friday or anything yeah. it just was on a discount i thought you know what i'm gonna buy it that's the most fun i've ever had with fishing since ocarina of time it is dredge nice i know i just know in time for the story. dlc know, as well yeah i know there's a story to it and everything's like oh i'll go find the rags so i'm like no i want to do some fishing instead i'll have more fun fishing finding materials that I can't afford to upgrade avoiding going insane 
for going insane. Yes, it is probably the first game I've ever played where it recommends you have sleep. Yeah, yeah, you totally I need to. Yeah. I find absolutely amusing. like some bear guys like, oh, you look tired. You should go to bed. It's like no one in a game has ever told me to go to bed ever. It's but just... it's super important to do it because yeah, super I mean, have important. you have you gone for like days without sleep and seen what happens? Not yet. Oh yeah, okay. I get scared at night because there's monsters in the water and there's one big monster um, bit my motor and then I was stuck just paddling it along <laughs> for a long time before I could get it repaired. I thought, oh no, I can't do this yet. I need a faster boat or it's bad enough going out at night, let alone if you're if you're then tired and oh, just the yeah. insanity meter goes through the roof and the stuff that's already also, dangerous enough becomes so much worse. It's also the fact if you don't have a good light either, there's just this rock that magically appears in front of you like wall try and turn and then you hit another rock you just like ah oh, shit and all of your I'm key piece of equipment are just falling off the side of your your ship at that point it's it's a and bad all time for one an awful one fish that you need to get for yeah. no reason whatsoever it's like oh i need to get this fish You're like oh hey you got it great here's some money like win i could buy that new fishing rod i've always wanted yeah it's great pretty much um that's all i want Fish. But it's such a good game, and uh, like thanks to Team Seventeen, I've actually got the I got a code for the expansion. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet because of some of the games that I'll discuss shortly. But um, very very keen to get back to it because it's absolutely one of the best games of the year. Is my best indie game of this year because it's also the only, the only indie one? game I've played <laughs> this year. So that's going to narrow it down pretty easy for the patches next year. Who knows? You could still save it with with December ahead. Oh. Wasn't there another indie game that came out earlier in the year? I can't remember what it was. I mean, oh, there's... When's Pucky Squire coming out? No, nah, not till next year. Ah, oh, damn it. What about the Angry Foot? Angry Foot next year. Oh, me? Yeah, a whole bunch of that Devolver stuff that you were kind of keen on is, is 2024. So, I mean, there's, there's been heaps of good evolved. indies. There's, but I don't think Sea of Stars will be your thing, as an example. Oh, you never Which know. is probably one of the, I guess, biggest competitors probably to Dredge in that space. But, yeah, I... Um, Cocoon is another one from some of the the ex Limbo oh, yes. and Inside developers. So that th- there's a few really high quality indies out there. I'm sure if I you know go and check my phone and and stop watching the football, um, then I'll probably find a find a few. But um, but it is the second best thing to come out of New Zealand since Lord of the Rings. Well, it's, it's, it's certainly Russell, not their cricket team, right? It's higher than Russell Crowe. Or maybe, or oh, Sam Neil. Oh, Sam Neil's a pretty good guy. Cricket team, did they win a trophy? No. Nah. No, no one cares. Neither did the Indians, trophy? funny enough. Uh, you know, a lot, oh, of, lot, of moral, lot of moral victories here um, in the eyes of some. It's weird. I don't think I heard them at the game because, you know, they're all getting out. <laughs> the silence of that stadium. Oh, it was such, such a good time. The joy. It's Sucked like, in India. Oh, big cheers. <laughs> well. Imagine all those Indian viewers listening to us and going, we've lost the ball now. Well, yeah, they've clicked off. Um, oh, dear. So, Dredge, you're loving it. Um, plenty more still to do. Maybe you'll check out the, uh, the DLC plenty, down the line. Plenty of more fishing to do. But um, what's next? And then the final one of my games of this month. It's the one I talked about last week as well. I just started playing it. Haven't yet finished it. It is a man named Alan. Oh, Alan. And he's awake. Wake. And it's the second time. And, oh man, what a game. Are you, are you done with it yet? No. No. I'm close. Well, I think I'm close. 
It's one of those things where you think you're close to the end and then it just carries on for another three hours. You're like, yeah, no, right. I'm not near the end at all. It's one of those things. That was the same with Cyberpunk. Is this the DLC? I thought, oh, I'm close to the end. Seven hours later, oh, man. Well, how long was that DLC in the end? Like, how long did it take you to finish that oh, part of it? Because I did everything that could be done in that DLC. If you didn't, if you just went for the story side of things, you'd probably do it in like, I'd say, 12, 13 hours. Yeah, right. Okay. On top of the cool game. I mean, it's, I it's a good I'm chunk of content. I the 21, 22 hour mark. Yeah, right. Because I'm just doing everything. Extra stuff, yeah. Extra stuff. Because I think in total, my Cyberpunk game. I've played for about 96 hours. Jeez. It's good value. Yeah. That, that, um, yeah, it's good value. And Especially considering some people could have picked that game up for like 20 bucks when it was, you know, when everything was an absolute when it was mess. Down, when it was absolute shambles. And now they're bringing out an Ultimate Edition, which is probably going to be like 100 bucks. So oh, they're going to try and make all their money the, back now. Who's the idiot now? <laughs> um, everyone. Yeah, yeah, everyone, really. <laughs> I think at different points, picks. everyone. Um, and how are you finding Alan Wake though? Anyway, like from what you have, I do played. like it. It's great. It's it is very. I wouldn't say it's necessarily very different. It's still got the same. What do we say? Supernatural. Yeah, the supernatural suspense. Sort With of. a little bit more, I'd say, added horror this time around. It's and I think some people say, "Oh, it's a Resident Evil Two ripoff." I was like, to some parts, yes. The whole infantry system yeah sure you can compare that to Resident Evil 2 torches yes does yours have a funny beam on it that uh, burns enemies no Resident Evil 2 does not have that does it have shotguns yes guns yes. yeah there's a lot of similarities and a lot of points of difference at the same time but it's also to I look at it as well it's just everything from previous Remedy games put into one yep and Sam Lake lots of, lots of Sam Lake Lost to Sand Lake, and it's not a bad thing, which I found out he's like a bit of the owner of Remedy Games, and he's also like the lead story person, whatever. Yeah, he's studio head, he's the yeah lead narrative designer, he acts in it. Sam Lake must never sleep, really. Never sleep, but also, same thing, he's not terrible, he's absolutely brilliant as well. That still messes with my head, I'm thinking, is he playing Alex Casey or is he Max Payne? I know it's Alex, Alex yeah, Casey. Yeah, but you got to... It gotta... just feels weird because he is... He was the... I think the model for... Yeah, he was the Max, model for Max Payne. Voice. Not the voice, just the model. I look at it and go, is it Max Payne or is it... Well, I mean, we've got else? Max Payne remakes on the way. Like, are they going to use... And I'm looking forward to it Are they going to well. use him again or are they going to finally go, okay, we've got we've got the budget and we've already now got let's... Sam pretty prominent in Alan Wake. Do we, we probably don't need this confusion. Let's let's go with someone else or a different look. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait for it. If it's the remake looks like what Alan Wake 2 looks like I am all for it because I'll have super fun with it it's and if they bring in be a good time. some rock star slow motion gunfights I'm in but there was one thing about I read an article about Alan Wake 2 oh yeah go on not bad it wasn't a terrible thing they said the game's great but they need to remove one thing from the game which is guns I looked at the uh, I looked at the thing and I thought, yeah, okay. You're so not surviving much of the horror without him. But I think that's the thing. But the way they explained it, I got past all the things. Like, yeah, Alan Wake Two is a great game. This, that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, give me the guns part. And he came to the guns part. He said, it's great. The whole suspense is great. 
The jump scares are great. I mean, I've never been scared shitless half the time when those jump scares come in. It was just the faces just out of nowhere. Yep. And then he says, when, but when it comes to the gun, the guns, it's just pretty much a pew, pew, pew situation, I think. You know what? He does. They do have a point to sums. But then the question is, how do you just one survive of enemies? You can't just flash them all the time. I mean, that's what worked for the first game, right? Blast them with the light and then, then take them. So there was kind of there was kind of method to it, and it was also their way of kind of going, well, our shooting mechanics aren't necessarily the best here, so this is our way to kind of make it a bit more accessible. Yes, let's just get a flare gun and just solve that altogether. Which is a much better option than uh, vats in Fallout. So Bethesda couldn't make it. It couldn't make shooting mechanics, uh, design shooting mechanics, and so we created a yeah. Anyway, I look forward to a Fallout maybe one day where they don't have that, and who knows? Maybe I'll like Fallout at that point. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to like Fallout. It'll be a while. (laughs) Well, yeah, twenty thirty-five probably at this point. Probably never. The way we're going. But I say it also feels weird too that it is more of an open world to some point, unless you're doing the story, which goes a bit more linear. Yeah. But. The one thing is like with the guns, like you go for a bit of explore and then you come across some random cult leaders or we'll say cult leaders because that's what it is in what I would say the real part, the real world, not the dark presence. Yep. It does get a bit annoying because they just keep appearing out of nowhere and then you run out of ammunition. Some do drop ammunition. But not enough. Some don't but not enough because you put in about 17 bullets like oh cool I've got 40 bullets then you put 20 into one then you got like and then you look at your guns and you go oh no I've got no bullets left <laughs> I'm running out of yeah not it's enough of job like, it's just one of those things like I really want to explore but at the same time I don't want to explore because I'll just end up shooting people when I That's don't fair. need to shoot people because I want to find all those stashes they're just there on my map and I want to look at them and see what's in them See what goodies are in them. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen to spend more time with it. I just haven't even gotten close in the last month. Thanks but to reviews the and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I think the one thing that is brilliant in it is the live action cutscene or scenes, I should say. Yep. And it makes it so much better. If it, was, if it was like, I don't know, animated, I should say. that They've got the actual actors in who play Alan Wake and Alan Wake because he plays himself twice oh yeah, yeah of course Lane. and yeah it's it's great like i was just looking at it going oh if i had popcorn i would eat it whilst watching it because i'm hooked just watch it i go oh what's gonna happen next and then you go back to the game you're like oh shit hey i've gotta run away every everything i hear is so good and i mean i loved the original alan wake and i was like day one when it first came out but yeah circumstances have just been shit and i haven't gotten there so far but you, it's just a good reminder to get there and it's a good thing December's going to be pretty light so at least also, at least right now you know I can't rule out Jeff dropping like some stealth launch suddenly Hollow Knight Silk Song comes out at the Game Awards can't rule it out um, it's also that terrifies me actually the prospect of that oh. happening terrifies me at this point finally it comes out like ah oh, damn it this not is my chance now. I can catch up on everything and Jeff, then it comes out at the worst now, possible time Jeff. Go for another DoorDash promotion or something. Don't, don't do this again, Jeff. But I will say, playing Alan Wake 2 makes me want to go back and play Control. Oh, yeah. 
Because uh, well, they're all connected, also right? Say too, also say too, you don't need to play the first Alan Wake or Control to figure out what's going on in Alan Wake 2. Yeah, cool. But you'd appreciate it more, though. Because the way I look at it, if you're the FBI agent, you're pretty much doing what the FBI agent's doing, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Yep. And there are a few people, or one from Control, I won't say who. Yeah, don't, because I'm... And, yes, the Central Bureau of Control's in it, but they're not, I would say, really part of it. Yeah, okay. They're just there. Just there. If you didn't know who they were, you wouldn't care. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, it's, I it's exciting. Went, hey, it's them. I was looked at went, oh, hey, it's them. What are they doing here? And they just carried on because they're not part of the story. I'm looking for Alan. Alan? That's what I'm looking for. Fair enough. That's it. That's it. That um, well, for me, there's, there's... It's a bit like you. There's not that many. I, I kind of alluded to Tales of Arise before and the DLC that I was playing there, the the Beyond the Dawn expansion, which is which is pretty cool um, in some ways. Uh, it kind of picks up after the events of the, the main game itself. Um, I guess spoilers for people who are still wanting to play Tales of Arise. Like, you had kind of two different more, essentially, countries in the end, um, and they kind of got... They essentially very JRPG basically just got merged into one at the very end of the game then you've got the the residents that kind of hate each other of those two planets kind of now having to coexist so it kind of picks up after that and there's a bit of tension there's there's a lot of remnants from what had happened before that are still kind of lingering around even though the the big bad had kind of been dealt with um, it's it's a kind of fascinating story that they spin from it but it definitely doesn't I guess hit the, the notes of the core game and I think that's kind of the issue that a lot of DLCs face like story DLCs always face for games is that like how can whatever they tell here rival the, the scope and scale and size and importance of the actual core core narrative itself so the Beyond the Dawn expansions like the story is fine it's, it's engaging it keeps you going through mechanically the game is basically identical they haven't really thrown any new systems or anything at you which kind of sucks or new environments really either um so it's not really ideal in that sense. So it does leave me wondering why it took two years for this expansion to finally come out. But anyway, it, look, it's still it's still pretty good for what it is. People who enjoyed Tales of Arise will absolutely enjoy the expansion, but you won't enjoy it to the same level, I guess. Um, glad I got uh, glad it came. It was a good opportunity to go back. The visuals of that game are still so good. Were you hearing the rain as well? I was, yeah. <laughs> Um, clearly it started for both of us at the same the, time I wasn't sure if I was here with things I was like hey is that rain it yeah. is rain so I think we're meant to like, get like a week of it now so anyway that'll, more time to stay inside and play games we're, we're back in a season of rain and possible thunderstorms for the next three months summer everyone even, even though there's no thunderstorms around yeah. it's just possible thunderstorms no nah, it's not not gonna happen um, so that's Tales of Arise I very very briefly I'll touch this one because I've got I guess content around it popping up elsewhere. Um, Twisted Metal, the original one. Um, it was a PlayStation Plus deluxe um, tier, kind of like one of the classic games that got added there. Um, I took that for a spin because it's going to be in the second issue of uh, RPM, so Sandeep Rise uh, Retro PlayStation Magazine. Um, I've got a review of that popping up there, so I'll say no more because the Kickstarter doesn't go live until after this episode of Patch goes up, but people can go pop their dollars on the second issue it'll probably only cost you about 10 bucks including delivery um, to get it over to Australia it's a really really good deal it's actually. an actual magazine oh yeah um, we launched the first Where? one paper yeah paper magazine paper I mean you can get That's it you can get it digitally of. too but yeah it's um, 
yeah, like kind in, of in your hand. You that that sort of size, it. like it's a little A5 sort of size thing. Um, heaps of, heaps of content in it, and it's all retro PlayStation stuff. You can get it digitally, you can get it physically. The first issue's already out, but you can go buy it from from Sandeep's uh, Etsy store. But then um, the the second issue Kickstarter goes live in a couple of weeks. Uh, sorry, in a couple of days at this point. Um, and I hope people throw some money on it because I think we're putting together a pretty cool thing with what we're doing with that platform. Um, I'm already now starting to work on what happens for the third issue of the magazine, so it'll be good. Um, so yeah, the I was... next article uh, saying I want an infamous game and I want it now. Um, have I squeezed infamous in there? Actually, Surely. actually, I've already got something in place for. Oh, is it the third issue as well that I've already done? Yeah, I think so. uh, I can't remember how he was using it in the end. I can't remember if we put it in the second or in the or if he's holding it for the third in the end. But the, yes, I reference Infamous um, soon enough. Um, the I guess another game that's kind of consuming a bit of time. It's still ongoing. Um, is Star Ocean the second story? It's just been a JRPG month for me for the most part. Um, the remake of Star Ocean the second story from the PS One, um, which I don't know if you saw any footage of it, just trailers that might have popped up or whatever. It's it's leaning into like the HD 2D sort of thing that Square Enix has been doing, and so the very like pixelated characters Is that and stuff. A farming game? No. No. Okay. Was it the one of the twenty farming games I saw in one? No. 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 Okay. Um, no. Like it's a. It's absolutely just a kind of traditional-ish JRPG, but um, it's got like the pixelated, the like, pixel art characters as kind of what you would expect from games of that sort of era, but then the environments are all modern 3D stuff so it's this really interesting like it, it looks it, it sorry it sounds it sounds weird it looks great though um, so like I'd recommend anyone sounds watching listening who hasn't seen great. it it's, it's like sounds weird when you when you kind of hear it described to you but if you go like if people check it out so second story uh, sorry last uh, Star Ocean the second story R specifically R being short for remake um, go check that and it's a it's a really fascinating kind of visual contrast that they're going for there but otherwise, the game itself is the the game from the PS One and the PSP. Oh. What do you think now? You're seeing it? Yeah, no, I think I do remember it. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. It's a really cool Sounds style good. where it's, they've kind of Sounds gone for like just, modern. It is pretty cool. Modern yeah. stuff in the environments and everything else, but then it's got like with 1980s characters in 2023 visual. Yeah. Environments. Yeah, I can get around that. And then it's kind of the, the HD 2D thing that Square Enix has been doing, but in 3D. So it all it all works a treat. It's the, just, oh god, it's it's it, messing with it's your head. Two and a half D, but in 3D, it, it sounds weird, but it's good. It's so Square Enix. It's not funny when you think about it that way. Like you know, we can bundle this sort of approach to in the same basket as the Kingdom Hearts naming conventions, really. Oh no, please. What I found out about Kingdom Hearts is Haley Joel Osmond is one is of it? the main. Yeah. Why did he do that? I thought um, he just disappeared for a few years. Like, no, he's actually been, yeah, he's been in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Like, there you go. That's what so, he's been doing this whole time. Go figure. Thought, oh, there you go. Um, dead people. I've also been playing, and I guess it's the, the last game that I'll talk about, but um, it's the one certainly that's consumed a lot of my time over the course of the... Well, I referenced it last month that I, I had a game I was playing and I wasn't able to talk about it. But um, And actually, I can't remember if by the time we did that patch episode last month if I was actually done with it or not. My trophies haven't been able to sync yet because the game still isn't out as of when we record this. But um, just earlier this morning, a few hours ago, as of when the episode goes live, my review of SteamWorld Build went up, um, which is... Not Dig? Not Dig, like the mistake I made before pre-show. 
comes from the same team who's done SteamWorld Dig and Dig 2 and Heist and Tower Defense and uh, Quest and all that sort of stuff. Uh, oh, sorry, it comes from the same franchise, I should say. New team um, working on this one, but it's still equally as good. It's kind of half city builder, half dungeon crawler. You're building out the town up top, but then with uh, to kind of progress and kind of get the stuff that you need to build, build the town greater. You need to go down to the dungeon and collect all the sorts of materials and those sort of things that are required for certain, you know, whether it's your scientists or whatever to kind of do what they need to do in their labs and then the engineers to do what they need to do. Like All like the different kind of, I guess, classes above the ground require certain resources and those things come from different layers of the, the dungeon underneath. So you just start digging deeper and deeper and deeper into that. You're finding pieces of a, a rocket um, like a kind of key components to build a rocket that will then allow you to fly away because the planet's basically cooked. Um, it's a it's a really cool game. Um, like I I was a little concerned, especially because I was playing it on PS5. That you know a lot of kind of uh, you know SimCity style kind of you know big city building sort of things don't necessarily translate super well to a controller, but they've actually done an amazing job with it. Um, it feels really logical for the most part. Um, there was only one moment where I was having control issues and I realised it was actually because my controller was running flat. Um, everything's everything's been perfect um, in terms of the way it handles. So that says a lot considering, yeah, the kind of fail rate for a lot of these sort of games when it comes to uh, consoles and like getting the controls right for consoles. So they really nailed the game. It's, it's a blast to play. It's still got that typical sense of humour that people kind of expect from the steam world games like they've got a really quirky sense of humor and new this new team has nailed it still uh the game's out december 1st so people should absolutely go and check it out um a couple of days from now as of when this episode goes live the review embargo was a couple of hours ago as of when this goes live so go check out uh written review youtube shorts maybe i will have done a video review i really should have considering the amount of time i've had but naturally i've left the review writing the, the review till the absolute last minute even though i've been done with the game for a month and I'm really excited for us to get to um, launch day as well, and for the trophies to sink. I referenced that before because I couldn't tell you exactly when I finished, but I'm fairly sure, considering how long it's been now that I've had the game and how long it's been since I platinumed it, I feel like this might be the first the first game ever where I'll be the first person in the world to actually platinum a game. Oh, laugh if you get there, you're like the second or third. Person. If someone else has done it, or it's like By some like thirty seconds is just that much. Like, you watch, oh, it'll be like a developer yeah. on the team. And it'll and I'll never know that, but I'll just see some name ahead of me. It'll absolutely drive me insane because I got a bit of a sniff that I could do this, and I was pulling stunts like to leave the PlayStation on at night while I was grinding out the um, like you got to cut down like one of the trophies, you know, cut down a certain number of trees or whatever it is, and like that that is a very slow process um, as you as you you know can, the relevant buildings do what they need to do. It so you just like I put it on double speed. I changed my PlayStation settings so it wouldn't go to sleep overnight and then I just let it go. And I had to do that over a couple of nights just to get there. Um, and there was other trophies that kind of required similar... You know, uh, oh, it was like lay a certain amount of road and so I was basically like hitting you know, a certain number of like total cumulative kilometres worth of road across multiple, you know, however many campaigns you want to go through. And so I was like laying road, then deleting and destroying all the road and then laying more road and just like this loop over and over and over until eventually I popped the trophy. It was just, there, there was some, there was some bullshit on my end to, to try and fast track some of those at the end. Once I realized, hang on, there's a chance that I could be the first in the world for this. So 
We'll now wait and see what happens. Um, that's a few days away, I guess, at this point. Or maybe they'll sink the trophies at the time of the embargo. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But um, I don't know. It's, it's Setting that aside, it's an awesome game. People should absolutely go check it out. It's on PlayStation. It's on Xbox. It's on Switch. It's on PC. People will be able to get it wherever they want it. And it, it is another really Deep great game. What was that? Steam Deck. Yeah, surely, surely it's on Steam, Steam World on Steam Deck. It's got to be... It's the match made in heaven. Oh, how can you not think of that? It's Steam... What is it? Build on Steam Deck. Yeah. Maybe that's the next game, Steam Deck. Surely. On Steam Deck. And it's exclusive to Steam Deck. It doesn't work on a PC. For some reason, somehow. It'll drain the shit out of your battery on a Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, so, that's got to be done. What do you see yourself playing over the course of the next month or so? Uh, more fishing. Good. On my little Dredge. boat. Uh, get on Wake 2 finished. And then finally, get on to playing Spider-Man 2, because I haven't yet even touched that. You've shown a lot of discipline. Oh, man. I mean, I can't... I can't do like three games at once because otherwise I'm never going to get those games finished because at one stage I had like four games going I thought nah hang on I've got it's to too many plates to spin way too many and they're all big games too so I can't just like oh I'll stop this one I'll do this one otherwise I'll be there for a year just doing four games trying to finish them all off yeah it's fair just, um, you can't do it no it becomes too much good at day and age uh, and yeah I mean I'm, you know I kind of referenced it before but who knows what's going to come of the game awards now I mean Hollow Knight launching would destroy me, but like, I feel like there's a good chance that there'll be some day and date launches come off the off the back of the game awards. We'll do a we'll do a predictions episode next week um, ahead of ahead of that showcase. But there could be some cool games that launch day and date that we might be interested in. So that might give us something else to do. But otherwise, a bit like you, I'm hoping for it to be a month where I can just kind of catch up on things a little bit. There's only two new releases that I'm that I'm interested in. Um, that is Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Um, because oh, yeah. you know it's kind of Far Cry, but in well, there's Pandora. yeah, there's kind of it, yeah. If I go really simple, it's Far Cry and Pandora, but there's obviously other aspects too that are that are, um, look pretty cool in their own right. Um, and then obviously Steam World build I've already finished off, but uh, there's a Dragon Quest game that comes out on the first of December as well. Um, so lightly interested in that. So we'll see how it all goes. But otherwise, yeah, it's a it's a pretty quiet month, so that'll be the opportunity, hopefully, to go play Alan Wake, to go play Assassin's Creed Mirage, and then to start working my way through the backlist of ga- uh, backlog of games that are kind of piled up. I still haven't tackled Resident Evil Four at all yet. Um, Dead Space, I want to go play. I do want to go. Hey, Resident Evil Four is probably another game on the list that I've got to get yeah. to play as well. Um, Dead Sp- uh, Dead Space, I do want to actually finish Forspoken as weird as that sounds with all the other games that have kind of come out this year Forspoken's one that I do want to give it, give a crack to so I'm just hoping that Jeff doesn't spring anything on us that's too significant because I don't want December to be interrupted in its current form it's not too bad and even even kind of casting an eye into January like there's a there's a couple of weeks spare before things start to start to pick up for me I've only got I, some people will be losing their mind over um like a dragon and Tekken and those sort of things. For me, there's only two, which is, uh, I guess, as things stand, which is Prince of Persia and The Last of Us Part Two Remastered. Um, I can't help myself. I'm still gonna. I still need to play The Last of Us. I also really want to see the the cut content, which I think is a very cool thing that they're doing. And for people to have to spend only ten bucks to access it, 
I think it makes it a bit more. Well, sorry, if you if you owned it before, you only have to spend ten bucks. So I think that's a that's the right way to do it. Um, if you're going to do it, um, especially a game that came out three <clears throat> years ago. Exactly. Five. I know five years ago. But I mean, <clears throat> do you know of any games where they've put <clears throat> like cut content? No, here here it is. This is the stuff that didn't make the cut, and that's kind of advertised that way. They've got like directors commentary over the top, all that sort of stuff. Like they're actually gone pretty deep when it comes to what they're doing yeah, with the core I'm saying game. No, because of that, because they haven't got an idiot fan base. You go, oh my god, they're remastering that game from five years ago. Quick, let's put some extra shit in there just so they buy buy it or upgrade it for ten dollars yeah pedro pascal is now joel we've got rid of that other guy apparently you can uh you can free free play the guitar now um what free play well in your head like there was the guitar sequences yeah. and you could play in there but, but like how? but well, well you get those ice cream scoop things and just play with your vr oh no i mean like you know um before you'd be kind of having to play the notes of you know particular pearl jam songs and whatever um, but now, oh, right. now it's, you know, you can like, cause all the notes are there. So you can still string together the right chords to make whatever song you want. Oh, okay. I see. I see now. I see. Um, so th- they've got a few different things that they're doing. There's the, uh, what it might, what's the word on like the roguelike mode that they're adding in there. Um, factions. No, no, it's like a, like straight up roguelike, roguelike mode that they're adding in there, which is going to be pretty intense. Um, They've added plenty of cool things to it, and you know, which actually, when you go, oh, it's going to cost you ten bucks. They're actually adding a lot to it for ten bucks, but I still totally get all the the, the skepticism from from others. So we'll see how it all goes. But anyway, they're they're, they're January, so we've got got a bit of time for that, and who knows what what's going to drop in there in the meantime. Any other thoughts at all? No, just hopefully have a quiet month of non-release games. And I can finish off these other games that I need to finish. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty good if there's a bit of a dry spell for a while and we can actually kind of work through a backlog oh, be because great. I'm hoping. Oh, can, um, and I think we, just we... Go back when it, can we just go back when the game, the consoles got released and there was no games for two years. Can we well, just yeah. go back to that for a little bit? That'd be good. I'm, I'm really, really hopeful. And I think we said this when we did the GTA episode. I'm really, really hoping that GTA's launch is just what like scares a whole bunch of developers and publishers away. And so as a result, we just get like a really quiet year as a result. Or, you know, it might be ugly and it's really front loaded. You know, there's heaps of stuff early in the year potentially. And, you know, even as we look at things now, there is Like a Dragon, there is Tekken, there is those, uh, you know, those couple that I mentioned there. There's Helldivers, there's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Like, you know, the first couple months are getting pretty stacked. And that's not even really factoring. Like, Xbox hasn't really announced anything in terms of their timeline yet. Um, They're probably the same, just wait for when. GTA 6 well they'll know reality is they're they're at top top level brass will probably know already so and then the Xbox tax will come in (laughs) yeah I've been yeah the Xbox tax has been bubbling up a little bit in the last few days the the internet is just a bad place crazy the Xbox taxes (laughs) and inflation and inflation and haircuts and god knows what else those idiots think of it's a good time 5G towers oh back to 5G um COVID Anyway, uh, let's let's wrap things up. If you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to all new videos at the moment they go live. Heaps of... Uh, I mean, I've referenced all the SteamWorld stuff that's coming. Go check out all the SteamWorld. previews. There's, there's SteamWorld. SeaWorld. The Steam, the SteamWorld stuff that's all 
that's all coming out or has just come out. Uh, go check all that stuff out. There's heaps of cool stuff there. Visit the website player2.net.au for reviews and all the other cool stuff that's going on there. Uh, some cool features that we're going with. And I will just acknowledge uh, the thing that like, Matt posted it recently um, that we are an Amazon affiliate now. We are doing a few things to, I guess, bring a little bit of additional income in there and basically save Matt Houston's uh, hip pocket at the moment. Um, who's been paying player two out out of his out of his own pocket for years? We're keeping it really low key and non intrusive. Um, there's you know there'll be I mean we recently put up a, a hype check fe- feature about um, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora and basically at the bottom there there's the option to go to Amazon and go and pre order the game or buy the game if you if you choose. Um, and basically all that is is an option like we will take a little cut. I don't even know how big it is. Matt Matt's kind of I think it varies a little bit. I don't really understand the stuff. Um, but player two gets a little cut from Amazon of any sales that come via our affiliate links. So go check that out. Um, go, go check out the stuff. And if there's something there that you're keen on, pop some money on the game or whatever it is and, and enjoy. Anyway, uh, there's Patreon, patreon.com slash player two. You kick a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, Twitter, Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website is player two AU. Thanks a lot for watching. Go play some games. In hopefully the the little month and a half long drought is upon us. And uh we'll see you later. Game drought, not drought drought. Game drought. That'd be a great game. <laughs>